although not as common as it used to be due to the rise of computers, is still around mainly for printing. But have you really given a thought, like, or any thought at all, on how ended up actually to be at your house? Hello everybody and welcome to Vic the Random. And you might be wondering what the heck I'm talking about. What comes to your house? What is and like what goes and like what is used for printing? Well, in this episode, you're gonna find out. The printing may have given it away slightly. Also, I know I keep saying, no Saturday, no Saturday, I'll publish on Friday, but no, it just it just always happens Saturday morning. It, it, it feels good, but I will get it on Friday. I promise. Friday, Friday, Friday is when I record these podcasts. Anyways. So, this thing is named paper. And this thing, paper, is white and you can write on it. Blah, blah, blah. You, you should know what it does. It's, it's paper. But the only thing is, how is paper actually made? How does it get from wherever it starts to you, where it ends? The process of creating paper has three, <coughs> I, <coughs> I mean, three main processes. Pulping, sheet making, and finishing. If you don't understand those, uh, you'll get to know it later. And just a little bit of preface, yes, paper is made out of three, <clears throat> I mean, trees. These trees are usually selectively grown, meaning that only a certain types of trees will be grown to make the paper. So like spruce trees, for example. And these trees are specifically chosen to maximize efficiency and paper quality. Now, when these trees are ready, these trees will be cut down and ready to move on to the first stage, pulping. All right, let me use my little voice effect here. Step one, pulping. This is when the trees that have been cut down are getting pulped. Pulping basically means getting crushed and mixed to be sort of like a liquidy, jelloey, chunky substance thingamajig. Anyways, the first step in pulping is when the bark of the tree to remove is removed. In order to understand why the bark must be removed, we must understand the reason why we have this pulping step. And this pulping step is to ensure that we separate the non-fibrous material, so the part of the tree that doesn't have fiber, from the part of the tree that does have fiber. And because bark doesn't have any fibrous material, and also adds dirt to the water and the paper, it, it just makes the most sense to remove it while you can at the very, very beginning, instead of trying to pick it out of like this giant mush pot, you know? So we remove the bark from the very beginning to just get rid of this non-fibrous stuff. This bark can eventually be used to generate electricity, which you can watch my episode number 16, Electricity, to learn how. But anyways, after debarking, these logs will be washed and cut into small, tiny pieces, then fed into something known as a digester. So once it's debarked, it's cut into those small pieces, which those small pieces look a bit like tan bark. So these small pieces are fed into something known as a digester. This digester makes sure that the pulp and the non-pulp, or the fiber and the non-fiber, are separated. The digester has acid inside, and from a little help with an additin called lignin, this digester makes sure that the paper only has fibrous pulp. The, it only has
has the materials needed for paper making. This digester also makes the pulp a bit softer and like thick chunky yogurt rather than thick chunky jelly. However, there is one problem. The paper pulp is brown and the paper that you get at your house is white. Now in order to make the pulp white, there's a pretty simple solution. We just add bleach. The pulping process is now complete. And then we move on to... Step number two, sheet making process. During the sheet making process, yes, I picked my voice. Anyways, during the sheet making process, this happens usually at some other facility. So sometimes the pulp will be exported to a sheet making factory instead of being made right at the pulp factory. Sometimes the pulp factory will also know to make the sheets. Anyways, during the sheet making process, some additives such as calcium carbonate and water are added to the pulp to create a more smoother, refined pulp. So rather than chunky yogurt, you get chunky milk. Anyways, without these additives, the paper would be really, really lumpy and not very smooth. In fact, 100 liters of fresh water are needed to make one kilogram of paper or 13 gallons of water to make one pound of paper. Wastewater treatment plants here are crucial to allow as much of the water as possible to be recycled, which makes it more environmentally friendly. You can listen to how this water thingamajig works in episode 11, the new water cycle. And it's quite an advantage having a bit of episodes. But anyways, the pulp is then fed through a series of rotating blades, which makes it even smoother. So it becomes from chunky milk to slightly less chunky milk. Anyways, after all of this, the pulp is ready to enter the paper making machine. Let's break down how this thing works step by step. So remember, we have sort of like a less chunkier, yogurt, milky-like pulp. So, first, these, this pulp thingamajig is squirted directly into something known as the head box. The pulp will be injected into the head box between two constantly rotating wheels, like two gears that are next to each other, only without the gears. So this, these two rotating wheels will carry the pulp forward into something known as the gap form which spreads the paper apart and removes some of the water. The gap former really just creates a long sheet of paper. It makes the paper get its first paper-like characteristic. It makes it look white, and it also makes it look flat. Sure, it's, it's still a bit wet and very, very fragile, but apart from that, it just basically resembles paper. So, because the paper is very, very fragile after it goes out of the gap former, it's carried by wide belts, which not only squeeze out the rest of the water, but also prevent the paper from ripping. So these belts then take it to something known as the press, which has two rotating wheels, a soft felt wheel and a hard metal wheel. Now these two wheels are kept very, very close together. The two wheels like only have a small, tiny little gap in between for the paper. And when these two wheels squeeze down on the paper, the hard metal pushes the water out of the paper, and the water is carried away by the felt wheel. The reason why this is named the press is because the paper is squeezed, like I said before, really, 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 really tightly between the two wheels to make sure it has its shape and also gets a bit of the, or most of the water out. However, the key word is most of the water out. After the press, we go to the drying section where the paper is run through really, really hot and close together wheels. Yeah, still wheels. 
these pieces of paper that run through the wheels, these wheels just suck out the last bit of water from that paper, which makes the paper really, really strong and more like how it is when it gets to us. Then we go on to the third step. And that step is after the break. Everybody and welcome to today's random fact. Today's random fact is, did you know that a cloud can weigh almost a million pounds? The reason it's up there is because of something known as Archimedes' principle. It's because the cloud displaces more weight of air than it actually weighs. You can listen to my episode number 17 called Does It Flow for more details. But yeah, the cloud weighs a ton. I've shouted this group again in previous videos, and I think they deserve one more time. This company is called Manly Candles. Great candles, smell great, cheap prize, and did I mention the scent? No, I probably didn't, but they smell amazing. And all the monies you give to Manly Candles goes to help pets, to help the uh, a pet organization. I'm not exactly sure which, but it's great. Visit manlycandles.net to unleash your scented swagger. And my music stopped, which means it's time. Step number three. Finishing. In the finishing process, starch and coating colors are added to the paper in a way named the film press process. Basically, the paper runs between two rotating wheels, again. However, these wheels are constantly being sprayed with chemicals used to finish the paper. For example, think about a bike. The wheel constantly rotates. And whenever the wheel touches the ground, it gets more dirt or more of the chemicals. Then the wheel, the bike on the wheel, the wheel on the bike turns back up to the top, takes the chemicals off, and then goes back down. Basically, in this case, the wheel constantly spins, and we push chemicals onto the wheel, which go and transfer the chemicals to the paper. We use this film press process to ensure that the chemicals are distributed evenly. For example, if you were to spray the chemicals directly on the paper, there is more chance of having a certain area of paper have much more chemicals than in the other area. Oh yeah, then we dry the paper once again in the heating cylinder. Now, you might be wondering why we finish the paper and not just send the paper off to get cut it immediately. Well, the finishing process is mainly to help the paper be more strong and to help the ink dry on the surface of the paper rather than sink into the paper. Imagine if you had the ink soak into the paper. The ink would spread and the letters would not be very clear anymore. It's like if you write something on a piece of paper and then get it wet. The wet paper will make the words unreadable. Basically the same thing if we did not finish it. Anyways, after those chemicals have been applied, the paper is wound into really large rolls. There's a special machine that makes sure the paper is wound precisely and accurately. Yes, more metal rolls. Every hour, this machine can make one roll with 80 kilometers of paper. That's about 50 miles. 4.709 to be precise. Oh, and uh, this gigantic jumbo roll of paper weighs 120 tons. Mind you, it's way, 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 way bigger than we are. Now, note that depending on the type of paper, there may be more or less different types of finishes. For example, if you want a shiny finish or a gloss finish on the paper, there will be an additional step of finishing to ensure that you get that shine. 
If you want a matte finish, however, there will be a different process, a different different numbers of chemicals applied to the paper to make it matte. Or say you want a pa the paper to be brighter than white, like shiny white, without it being really glossy glossy. Yes, they can have chemicals for that as well. After that, we have something known as the cutter. The cutter will basically cut this really, really long roll of paper into shorter rolls, like cutting a log into smaller stumps. The paper is then unraveled, so this giant roll is then slowly unraveled and fed into something known as a cutter, which takes the paper and, well, cuts it. Then the paper goes to the stacker, which, well, stacks the paper into these nice rows. Then we package it and send it off into those small little boxes, square thingamajigs that you have. Now, you might be wondering, why do we even roll up the paper in the first place? If we're just going to unroll it later and cut it up. Well, in fact, certain companies want that giant roll of paper for large commercial printing presses, like newspapers, books, etc. But even then, no matter what paper you get, whether it's in this giant roll or in small sheets. That paper took a really long process to actually get to you. And well, now you know that process. Whew. Credits! This episode was created and directed by Vikram Devaru. Music was made on GarageBand, cover art was made on GarageBand, and the script was written on Google Docs by me. All by me. Thank you to Miami Candles for always just being there and supporting the pets with every single purchase they get. My resources are in the description, and you can actually click on them to learn more. Thank you for listening. I said listening. It's taken a long time to get here. We've made 22 podcasts. That's a lot. I'm proud of myself. I'm also proud of you because you're listening all the way to the very, very end. Which is why I'm going to give you a little sneak peek in what I'm going to do the next episode. In the next episode, we are going to... No, I'm just kidding. In the next episode, we're going to talk about how printers work. Yes, you got your paper, and now, well, what are you going to do with it? Well, you're either going to write on it, or you're going to print with it. Now, how does the printer work exactly? Well, you'll find out next week. Next Friday, to be precise. Yes, I will make sure it's delivered on Friday. Thank you for listening. All the way to the very very 